Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Jake Murphy, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short and personal episodes dedicated to helping you live your greatest life in a body and mind that you love. Let's go. What's happening, people? I hope you're well today. I'm very good. Thanks for asking. Welcome back to the podcast. And today I'm going to talk to you all about the basics of fat. And it's the last of my four part series in the basics of. So if you haven't listened to the other ones, tell me to shut up now, go back and look at the other ones. But more specifically today, it's the macronutrient, not just, you know, like fat in general. You see, it's easy to think that the more fat that you eat, the more fat you retain or gain. But that's not necessarily true. You see, fat is essential for the body to function properly. Healthy fats actually help with vitamin absorption that supply the body with essential fatty acids that the body actually can't make by itself. And that gives the foods we love the flavour and the texture that makes them so enjoyable. Like cheese. (laughs) God, I love cheese. With that being said, though, they're not all fats are equal. It's often best to replace as much saturated fat and trans fat. You know, trans fat that's found in processed, prepackaged food, fast food. With more of a healthier plant-based outlook, if you like, with, you know, with unsaturated fats that are found in nuts, avocados, olive oil. You know, the actual type of fats that you would deem healthy. You see, dietary fats are essential to give our body energy and actually support cell growth. They actually also help protect our organs and help keep our body warm. So fats help our body absorb with some nutrients and produce important hormones too. So what I'm getting at is our body needs fat. And like I've said previously, and you know, I alluded to the other episodes again, is that you should never actually cut a macronutrient. You should always have proteins, carbs and fats. And the micronutrients, of course. That's for another episode. You see, the four main dietary fats in the foods that we eat is saturated, trans fat, monounsaturated fats and polyunsaturated fats. You see, these four types have different chemical structures and physical properties. The bad fats, you know, saturated and trans fats, tend to be a bit more solid at room temperature. You know, like foods like butter, for example. And monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats tend to be more liquid-based, like oils. You see, fats can also have different effects on our cholesterol levels in our body. The bad fats, which are saturated and trans fats again raise our bad cholesterol, which is the LDL levels in our blood. And the monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats actually lower these bad cholesterol. And actually it's beneficial when consumed as a part of a healthy dietary pattern. You see, I get asked a question as well, is like, foods labelled as trans fat free, for example, are they healthy? And not necessarily. Like foods labelled with zero trans fats or cooked with trans fat free oils, 
they actually may contain saturated fats, which would raise our bad cholesterol levels. See, the term trans fat free, them foods actually will be unhealthy in terms of general nutrient content. So like the, the quality of the food that you are consuming. Like, you know, for example, baked goods, as much as delightful as they are, they tend to be high in added sugars and low in nutrients. But, you know, we know that already, don't we? It doesn't stop us consuming them. <laughs> so can fats be part of a healthy diet, Jake? And yeah, eating foods with fat is definitely a part of a healthy diet. But just remember to choose foods that provide good fats, monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. And then balance the amount of calories that we eat from all the foods and the with the sort of the calories that we burn. You know, essentially main, uh, energy maintenance. And again, if you need to learn about that, then that's episodes before, previous to this in the basics of fat loss. Is he aiming to eat a dietary pattern that emphasises intake of veg, fruits, whole grains, dairy products, poultry, fish, oils, nuts, and then limit intakes of sodium, sweets, sugar, even red meats. But that would mean that your diet would comprise of low in both saturated and trans fats. But let's talk about fat and cholesterol, because I alluded to that earlier and I think it's important to know. You see why research has disproven this notion that myths surrounding dietary fat cholesterol tend to dominate sort of media headlines in the internet these days. And apparently even many healthcare profession, uh, professionals tend to continue recommending low-fat diets to the general public for some reason. You see, while many high-fat cholesterol foods are they are actually chock full of nutrition. So, for example, egg yolks. They're high in cholesterol, but they also happen to be loaded with important vitamins and minerals, including vitamin B12. You see, why high cholesterol with full-fat yoghurt is packed with protein and calcium, they also include more nutrients as well. And I'll... I'll I'll speak about more of these sort of low-fat labelled products later on in, in the thing as well. But what's more, like research has shown that consuming healthy, cholesterol-rich foods like eggs or fatty seafoods or full-fat dairy may actually improve our um, aspects of health. But again, just remember there are many types of saturated fats with all different effects on our health. So our diet as a whole, rather than the breakdown of macronutrient intake, is most important when it comes to our overall health and disease risk. So nutritious foods high in saturated fat, like full-fat yogurt, uh, unsweetened coconut, cheese and dark cuts of poultry, they can certainly be healthy in a well-rounded diet. But it's important to know that not everyone responds to cholesterol in the same way. Genetics do play an important role in how the body responds to cholesterol-rich foods. So let's touch on the low-fat products things I was on about earlier. 
I recently did a post about it on my Instagram. And if you haven't checked that out, then do so now. But I'll, I'll go into a bit more depth now anyway. You see, when you walk around the local supermarket, chances are you'll probably spot an abundance of low-fat products. Like ice cream, milk, biscuits, cheese, crisps. You see why these are typically marketed to those looking to slash calories, for example. Do so by choosing low-calorie foods. You see, while low-fat foods may seem like a smart choice, they're not actually decent for our overall health. See, unlike naturally fat-free foods such as fruits and veg, processed fat-free foods contain certain ingredients that can negatively affect our body weight. You see, despite having fewer calories than regular fat counterparts, fat-free foods are actually typical much higher in added sugar. And we all know consuming high amounts of sugar has been associated with the progression of certain chronic conditions like heart disease, diabetes or even obesity. Additionally, eating foods rich in added sugar may negatively actually impact certain hormones in our bodies including leptin and insulin, causing us to consume more calories in general, which would lead to weight gain. And what's more, I think many fat-free products contain preservatives, artificial food dyes and other additives that actually people may refer prefer to actually avoid for health reasons. And plus they're not actually as satisfying as foods that contain fat. So in trying, instead of trying to actually cut calories from choosing highly processed fat-free foods, just enjoy small amounts of whole nutritious sources of fats in meals and snacks to promote overall healthy foods. Healthy, healthy health. Healthy health? Overall health. With a tongue twister there for some reason. So focus on highly overall nutritious foods rather than just looking to save calories all the time because, yes, Low calories will make you lose fat, but you've got to think about your health aspect as well. So the bottom line about fats. You see, why fat and cholesterol are and vilified by many people in the media, example. And that would lead to these markets as low-fat foods. And people to actually avoid high-in-fat foods. But focusing on singular macronutrients rather than an overall diet is problematic and a bit unrealistic. And this is why, as, as, as a coach, I don't like to provide macros. I like to do it as meal plans or advise my client what, like more on what to eat rather than just hit your macros. You see, why it is true that certain high-fat and high-cholesterol foods, such as the fast food and fried foods, they should be restricted in any healthy diet, of course, but many nutritious fat-free foods can and should be included in a healthy, well-rounded dietary. So it is important to note that as humans don't like to con- consume macronutrients like fats in isolation, we eat all the foods containing types and, and different ratios of macronutrients. So for this reason, like our diet as a whole should rather rather than like a consumption of individual macronutrients, it's most important to factor in disease prevention and health promotion.
like I said earlier, like it's not just about trying to lose weight. It's about being healthy as well. So I'll leave it there because I've got basically not much else to talk about now. So I shall see you in the next one. ta -ra. In the meantime, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Jake Murphy Nutrition and ask me any questions you want to know about that I could make into an episode. Or maybe you want to slide into my DMs about fat loss, about confidence, or whether that be one-on-one -on -one coaching, meal plans, training plans, or you simply want to chat. So thanks for listening to me, and I'll catch you on the flippity-flop. Wait, no, I apologise for that. See ya.